Welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman, the podcast dedicated to helping you build the business of your dreams and live the life you always hoped for, with valuable and fun tips and info to make your life easier and more fun. And now, here's your host, a man who sprinkles metal shavings on his breakfast cereal just for fun, Jason Silverman. And welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. I'm your host, Jason Silverman, and I'm thrilled to share some time with you once again today. As you know, I'm always in the hunt for interesting as well as super smart Real Deal guests. And I gotta tell you, today's show is a winner. I want to introduce my listeners to somebody who's truly been there and done that, and I'm excited to pick his brain for your benefit today. And as most of you know, I'm also excited to pick his brain for my benefit as well. Now, for the folks who I work with in any of my coaching programs or through Power Forward's character development or all-star cheer sites, you know how much I focus on the importance of effective networking, right? Well, the show is going to help us do just that. So today's going to be my honor and privilege to share an amazing resource with you. You're going to love today's guest. He's got a ton of valuable info about what I consider to be one of those cornerstones that gets us from mediocrity to thriving success. And he's also got a fun way to deliver it. So I want you to strap yourself in. Today's show is going to be a blast. As I'm sure you already know, I'm committed to helping business owners just like you to become more successful, enjoy your career more, and in general, make your life significantly more fun. Folks, we only get one ride on this merry-go-round, right? Let's make sure it's one hell of a ride, shall we? Alrighty, boys and girls, it is time to stop surfing Facebook, put away your phone, your tablet, your dog, your cat, your spouse, your child, anything that might possibly, possibly distract you from today's show. You're about to get some great and immediately implementable information, and I don't want you to miss even a second of it. So, before we officially get going, I want to give you a little bit of background about our special guest expert today. Dave Delaney is a popular keynote speaker, author, and digital marketing consultant and founder of FutureForth.com and NetworkingForNicePeople.com. He's best recognized for his work in the digital marketing, social media strategy, and business networking spaces. Delaney is the author of the acclaimed book, New Business Networking. He's been featured in Billboard Magazine, Forbes, and appeared in USA Today, BBC, CBC, VentureBeat, Entrepreneur, and the Toronto Globe and Mail. Dave, welcome to The Real Deal. I'm thrilled to have you today. Thanks for having me, Jason. I'm excited to be here. Uh, as am I to have you. So before we officially get started, for those who haven't had the opportunity and pleasure of meeting you or hearing you speak or reading any of your books, take a second, if you would, and share your story with our listeners. You know, what are you passionate about? What makes you tick? Who is Dave Delaney? <laughs> it depends which day you're asking. Um, <laughs> well, first of all, I'm Canadian, so uh, and I live in Nashville, Tennessee, with my wonderful wife and two kids. Uh, and so my background is in communications, marketing, promotions, publicity, all of that good stuff. I've always worked in that space, and I've been an early adopter with a lot of social networks and websites and all that inter- all that internet stuff. Actually, even before that. Um, but I work, yeah, so I started a company called Future Forth and I, I help small businesses understand how to use digital marketing for their businesses. Um, I wrote the book New Business Networking a few years ago, um, as a way to share what I've learned. Um, I, I had this moment of, of learning, of, of realizing that if it were not for my network, I don't think I would be where I know I wouldn't be where I am today. So, 
Um, so I wrote the book New Business Networking, which ha- I have an interesting story about, which I'll, I can get to if you like. Um, and then uh, recently, or last year, started networking for NicePeople.com, which is a community of nice people who want to learn how to network effectively. Um, and so I share lots of goodies on that site as well. Fabulous. Fabulous, fabulous. Well, I'm excited to dig in. Um, tell me this. You know, I, I love to ask this of authors. You know, what what made you write your books? Um, for New Business Networking, it came... Um, first of all, I have a lot of friends and peers in the industry, in sort of the online marketing industry, perhaps, that have gone on to become best-selling authors. And um, I was always inspired by them to write a book. And I had this idea to write a book about combining online and what I know from social networks and from content marketing and such to, to growing your network online, but also what I've learned in my own career and through reading other people's books and talking to people about networking in person and how the, and I've also organized, co-founded two conferences and organized monthly networking events and things like that. So So I had this idea to write this book. What happened was I was at a conference, speaking at a conference, and my publisher was there, my my future publisher was there exhibiting at that conference. And so I, I, I'm a big advocate for talking to strangers, unless you're my kids. Uh, so I tell people, you know, go and talk to strangers. You know, that nobody goes to a conference who wants to just be there alone, stand there alone. So go and talk to people. And so anyway, I needed to practice what I preach, right? So my future publisher had a, a booth set up and she looked really bored. So I went over and introduced myself to her, Catherine Bull. Hi, if you're listening. And we started talking about the other authors. And I said, yeah, I know some of these guys. And we were just chit-chatting. And she said, what's your book? And I said, well, I, I don't have a book. And she said, no, what's your book? <laughs> she put me on the spot. It was amazing. And I'd never articulated this idea, not even to my wife, um, who I share everything with. And so I, I told her right then and there this idea for this book about networking called New Business Networking. And she loved it. And right there and then we exchanged business cards. We um, emailed each other afterwards. And next thing I knew, I had a, a book proposal done and accepted and a book deal. And uh, my book was published with uh, from Q Publishing, which is a subsidiary of Pearson Publishing. So, um, but, so my book about networking came as a result of networking. Well, that, that's kind of the natural progression, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a nice place to, to be, yeah. So what about improv, improve with improv? Right, right, right. So improv is something newer that I've tapped back into. It's a, um, I've gotten on this, on this uh, kick of really thinking about the, the passions we have as kids and how those passions kind of transpire in our own careers and whether we, you know, crush them and kill them <laughs> or, or whether we re- revisit them or, or, or follow those passions through our careers. And I've always had a passion for comedy performance and improv. Um, when I was much younger, I studied and graduated improv from second city in Toronto. Um, and then I lived in Ireland where I met my wife, who's from Tennessee, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I have a crazy life. But we lived over, we lived abroad for several, several years. And when I was living in Galway, Ireland, I created an improv troupe and had my own improv troupe for about a year. And we did some corporate training and things like that. 
Um, so fast forward to now, or the last couple of years, um, I was speaking at uh, Inbound, which is HubSpot's conference in Boston, and I decided to do a presentation not about social media and content marketing and networking and the stuff that I normally speak about, but rather do a brand new presentation called How to Improve Your Life with Improv. And I did this presentation um and it was it went over really well, and I had amazing feedback from it. Uh, so much so that when I got back to Nashville, I on the sly I didn't I didn't tell my wife again. I auditioned uh, for an improv troupe in Nashville in my 40s, and you know everybody's much younger. And I did I went and auditioned and got a call back and got accepted into this Nashville improv troupe. And so. I, I really have been excited about improv again. And so what I've done is put together a curriculum to come to businesses and facilitate workshops to improve communication. And I'm calling it my communication reboot. And this is something that I'm doing with businesses to help teach them how to communicate better in the workplace um, and with their, their uh, potential customers and current customers as well. I think that makes a ton of sense and there's a ton of value there. So, I know that when, when, when I say the word networking, um, it probably sends a lot of shivers down some spines, mm-hmm. right? Why do you feel like people still fail at networking today? Um, it depends. I mean, I think, I think some people, perhaps people that are more introverted don't, or just shy, um, they fail perhaps at networking because they don't go. They don't turn up. And showing up is obviously the first step of networking. It's actually showing up, and whether that's online or, or in person, um, showing up is key. Or you're not gonna you're not gonna grow your network if you don't meet anybody new. So that is something that holds some people back. The other group, the extroverts, the loud mouse like me, um, they tend to go to the events, but they do all the talking, um, and they fail at networking effectively because they don't listen, which is an acronym for silent. They don't listen, so they need to, to to listen to the people they're talking to, and by listening to people, they they can discover opportunities to serve those people and to help them. So I think it's twofold. I think networking itself has a bad rap. The name itself even uh, has a bad rap. We think of like that's why at networkingfornicepeople.com, right on the front page, I do a little video. But there's there's a copy there that says something to the effect of you know. It's not about going to an event. If you go to an event and you feel like you need to shower afterwards, the networking wasn't good, right? Um, (laughs) So, and it's not about like the blackjack dealer instead replace the cards with business cards and they're whipping business cards in everybody's faces and trying to collect as many as they can. That's not what networking is about. Networking is about helping other people first and growing your connections that way. Um, And that's, you know, another really big, big mistake that people make as it applies to networking. Hmm. So networking for nice people, what's that all about? So networking for nice people came about as a website where I share articles. I write articles and I have guest authors who contribute. Um, and we share articles related to, um, how to improve your networking efforts, both online and, and offline. So how to go to conferences and talk to people and meet new people or business card etiquette or how to use, you know, some new, uh, things about LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter or what have you. So. Um, so the website, and then there's a, a paid community as well for members who want to meet other members and communicate and 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 help one another, and that's what we do. Uh, networking for nice people. I have um I have a networking question for you. So, if 
If you were to send somebody out, um, send a bunch of business owners out for their first networking event, um, what instructions would you give them so that they, A, didn't break any sort of etiquette rules, and mm. B, didn't go and hide in the corner? Right. Well, what I always tell people when they go to a networking event, Jason, is you've got to look look around the room and see the name tags, um, the whether they're the traditional "Hello, my name is" or whether they're you know a name badge with a lanyard. I always t- I always look at those things and consider them invitations to go and talk to people. So that's your invitation right there. These are people that are maybe unknowingly part of your tribe already because they're they're experiencing the same conference or event as you are. So this gives you the opportunity to go and, and introduce yourself. Um, but what happens is people don't um, you, you you don't people don't tend to uh, to ask enough questions and let that person do the bulk of the talking. And so what I recommend people do is go to an event. Um, if you're more introverted, set yourself some personal goals and say, I'm going to go to this event for, you know, depending how, how on the, the level of, of introvertedness you are, you could go to an event and say, listen, I'm going to, to yourself, say, I'm going to spend 20 minutes at this event and speak to one person and then I'm, I'm free to go. Um, but regardless, so set yourself some goals, go and, and introduce yourself to people, um, ask them questions like, you know, who are they? What they, what do they do for a living? What brings them to this event? What do they hope to learn from this event? If you're there at a conference and there's a speaker, for example, then the break after that session is a perfect time to go and talk to somebody because you have something to talk about. It's, uh, referred to as triangulation where you, you're one point of a triangle. Another person is the point of the triangle. And then the third point is that thing that you're talking about, whether it's a speaker, whether it's a, a painting on the wall, whether it's the buffet at lunch, it's finding something that you all can, sh- that you share that you can speak about. And, and that's why, you know, conferences are a great way to network. So if somebody heads out to a conference or they head out to a meeting or something like that, what, what do you believe is the actual goal um, and obviously it's, it's from what I've heard already is, you know, we're looking to help one another, but what do I know? How do I know I've been successful if I went to a networking event? Like what, or what would you consider to be successful? Um, the up is key. So, and that's the biggest, the second biggest mistake people make after not showing up is following up. Um, and so if you follow up and get a response from people, and hopefully you do, then you've left an impression on them. Now, they may be busy, and it may take you a couple tries to follow up with folks. But by following up with people and establishing relationships from there, where you take it to the next level. So you can say, you know, it was great to meet you. If you're in the same market, let's meet for a coffee or let's meet for a Skype coffee or what have you. Um, it's It's... It's building these relationships and growing these relationships. And then it's finding opportunities to serve those people. And it's a success if you can find a way to provide value to that person. Um, now, at the end of the day, we all have to sell what we're selling. We all have to make a living. We all have to feed our kids. I totally get that. And so it's obvious you're not, you're not doing this to achieve sainthood necessarily. But, but if you help other people, then good things will come and, and whether you call it karma or whatever you want. Um, so it's, it's meeting the right people at these events. It's following up with them afterwards and establishing a relationship so you can, you know, find a way to serve them. So in the follow up, and I write a lot about tips and techniques to follow up at networking for nice people. When you're following up, 
provide value. So don't just write an email and say, Hey, it was great to meet you at the conference. Bye. You know, you know, you want to write, Hey, it was great to meet you at the, at the conference. Yes. The salmon was delicious. And here's that recipe my grandmother gave me that we were talking about during the, during lunch or, you know, I, Hey, did you enjoy that speaker? You know, I just found a Ted talk from that speaker. You should check out. Um, I really liked his point about X, Y, and Z. What did you think? Or something like that. Just, you know, get the ball rolling, start a conversation via email. Um, and again, uh, you know, find ways to, to help people instead of asking, you know, Hey, let me know if I can help you find a way to help them. Maybe they need an introduction to someone, uh, in, in your network that you can, you can provide something like that. Understood. I think that's cool. All right. So tell me this, you know, the whole improv thing really, um, it really intrigues me. So Mm. how does improv fit, you know, into what you do for a living? So what I do with, uh, futureforth.com is my, my main business, um, is I provide consulting and coaching on companies and people who want to improve their work with digital marketing. Um, but what I've discovered in my own, um, self exploration and my own personal assessment studies, Myers Briggs and all that stuff is number one thing for me is communication. It's always communication. And so what I've always focused on in my business is providing help with people for communicating online, but communication also, pardon me, Communication is also an important part of what we do in the workplace, obviously. We have to improve communication with our teams. We have to listen better. We have to be flexible and accept opportunities and, and make the workplace a better place. And, and for that, that improves, you know, all of the key things. You know, it improves revenue. It improves company morale. It improves culture. And so what I've started doing is what I call a communication reboot, which is I go into companies, I work with their teams. We go through improv exercises and workshops for, you know, 90 minutes or three hours plus and, and get really just have a lot of fun and unplug. And and as a nerd who's been facing screens since I was like 10, um, I know how much it's important to unplug and get off the machines <laughs> and talk to people in real life. Uh, and so a big part of, commu- of my communication reboot improv workshops is that it's getting staff off their machines and get them interacting and having fun. I love that. So needed, not, not just for kids, but also for adults. So, um, how do you feel like, um, we can use improv at work? We can use improv at work by, I mean, there is a rule in improv called yes and, and you might have heard of it before. Um, yes and is the method, it's really the, the, the core rule of improv. Um, but it can apl- be applied to just workplace, it can be applied to life, and it's certainly a big part of what I teach. Um, yes and, the idea of yes and is that, let's, let's say there's two people um, on stage together. And one says, I have a ball. Now it's improvised. So there's no ball in their hand. Of course, I have an, I have a ball. The other person says, yes, and let's play with it. And they start tossing it and the, and the scene continues. But the exercise is saying, you know, 
yes, <laughs> no, <laughs> and, and, and blocking that person. And so the idea here is to use yes and in the workplace by accepting, not saying like every idea is perfect and you should run with it, but I've been the victim of sitting at a boardroom table where the CEO asks for ideas, I give an idea, and I get laughed out of the room, and I feel like a jerk. And I think a lot of people have gone through that. And, and guess what? When you go through something like that, you're not going to put your hand up again. That's it, right? So with yes and, the idea isn't necessarily to accept that idea, um, but it's to accept it um, and give them confidence. So, for example, you could say, yes, and that's a great idea. Why don't we study that a little more and see what we come up with? Or, yes, and that would be a good idea to consider for Q2 or, you know, something like that. Not to get them excited that the, the idea is going to happen, but instead to accept it and give them an opportunity. You know, yes, and let's build on that idea by combining, you know, X, Y, and Z. So, yes, and is such an important part of improv, but it's also an important uh, part of business as well. I love that. I absolutely love that. I mean, what a, what a great way to actually teach people to, to be willing to take that risk to raise the hand in the first place. Right. <clears throat> That's huge. All right. It is time for our resource of the week. So Dave, tell me this, what is the best way that uh, my listeners can find out more about you and how you go about helping entrepreneurs to succeed? Right. Well, I do it uh, multiple ways, but um, uh, your best bet is to to visit. You can you can visit me at davedelaney.me. That's my personal site. It's my personal blog. It's where I live. Um, Networking for nice people is my is my site that I've you know talked to to you about here today. Um, where you know there's plenty of resources there. And then Future Fourth is my business where I provide improv training. Um, and yeah, um, uh, I have a book. Uh, called Improve with Improv. It's a it's a mini ebook I wrote, uh, and it it shares the three key things that you can use in improv, um, and plus a, a hilarious and tragic story. <laughs> not, not not tragic that you'll feel bad for me. More like you'll laugh out loud. Oh, that's really sad. Um, uh, in it, so you can and you can find that if you go to davedelaney.me slash books. Both my books are there. Um, if you use the coupon code real deal, you'll get that book for free. So davedelaney.com or dot me slash books, and you can grab it from there. Real deal. Perfect. Yeah. V E D E L A N E Y dot M E for those who are actually streaming and for yep. those who are, uh, right on my show notes, you can just click through right then and there. All yeah. Right, that's fabulous. All right. So. I always like to, uh, to end my podcast, Dave, with a um, what I consider to be a telling question. So if you could give business owners just one solid piece of advice to either help their business or probably more importantly, help them to live a better life, what would that piece of advice be? Ooh, that's a great question, Jason. Um, what would that advice be? Um, I think it's important to the, – the, the idea – I mean, especially if you're a solopreneur – or you work for yourself, um, you know, the, the work life balance thing is kind of out the window. Uh, but, and, and I do work for myself. So, um, however, I think it's really important to block, uh, chunks of time in a week. And if you don't stick to it, it's okay. But I think it's, it's important to block chunks of time. Um, at davedelaney.me, I call it my killer calendar and you can find it there. 
But the idea here is to block chunks. So let's say uh, 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. is coffee, writing, and, and, and reading. And then 6 to 7, I'm actually looking at mine right now. 6 to 7 is ki- getting the kids ready for school. 7 to 8 is shower, read 25 pages. Um, 8 to 9 is open. Then 9 to 10 is business development and so on. And so blocking chunks of time, not to specific tasks exactly, but more just general ideas, general um, work, um, so that you can kind of look at this calendar. And, I, of course, I have it pinned on my wall above me right now. So you can go through Fridays. I go through my finances and so on. Um, so I think otherwise what happens is you end up spending tons of time doing one thing and not enough time doing the other things that are important. Um, if you have kids and a family, obviously that is extremely important. Um, but then, you know, you can, you can balance it. And a big thing that we, I think we all fall into is that when business is really good, you tend to spend all of your time on the clients and making sure that they're happy and making sure that you're serving them and giving them the best possible, um, you know, service. However, if you don't have time allocated to business development during that period, what happens is suddenly those engagements, um, dry up or they end or they wrap up or whatever you say. Um, and suddenly you're left with no work, (laughs) right? So this gets back to that killer calendar idea. So blocking time is crucial to every uh, solopreneur. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. I love this. All right, Dave, thanks so much for joining me today. I know how busy your schedule is. So it means the world to me that you would spend some of your time and share a whole bunch of wisdom with me and my listeners today. This has been fabulous. Awesome, Jason. Well, I encourage your listeners to email me, Dave at futureforth.com if they'd like to get in touch or, of course, visit any of the websites. You can contact me from there. Absolutely. Folks, thanks so much for tuning into The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. For more information about private coaching or to see if you'd benefit from one of my mastermind groups, visit me over at www.jasonmsilverman.com. I look forward to helping you achieve the success that you truly deserve. Until next time, let me leave you with this. Get out there and be the real deal. Set a goal, make a plan, work like hell towards it, and achieve the success that's waiting for you. Now's the time. Get out there and make it happen. This has been Jason Silverman, and I hope you have a spectacular week. You've been listening to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. To access the great resources mentioned in the show and for information on coaching and mastermind group opportunities with Jason, please visit jasonmsilverman.com.